It's a new day. It's a new dawn. Brand new president. Now, I was always confident. Well, he's not president yet, so. I was always confident. Genius parade. Sorry. Did you hear the story about a president named Joe Biden? President elect. He beat that Cheeto, and now he's a black man in office. We don't like white people, especially if they're straight. So thank God we have a black lesbian woman as president. Oh, that's right, Lori. She's not a lesbian. We have a black female lesbian woman as president and vice president. We have a Chinese hillbilly who makes moonshine. They're gonna take the country and make it like my dream. Like when I squeeze Lori's titty and drink all the cream. I gotta tell you, Lori, this is the season finale of Jimmy's Parade. And it's actually the last episode that will be exclusive to the exclusive tier. Like, as you know, we're going to be going to the basic tier, which matches not only the tier, but what you are. That's right. Lori, <laughs> did you hear the story? How we're moving to the basic tier. Lori, I'm economical. I will have more listeners, so never fear. Well, what's left after they quit? Yeah. Oh, Laurie, welcome to episode eight, the season finale of Genius Parade. My name is Joe Batanz, and I'm joined as always by the goddess of glitz, glamour, goth, gossip, and gore herself, Miss Laurie Rockenkamp. Hello, Laurie Rockenkamp. Hello. Now, you know, uh, this episode, well, I guess for the exclusive tier, it's coming out right around the time of the election. So, okay, that makes sense for us to talk about the election. But, you know, uh, for the um, basic tier, they're not going to get this. Well, I don't know. They might listen right away. They might not. I'm going to do it as a dump. Like, I'm going to drop all eight episodes at once because it's just easier that way, you know? That's smart. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna republic. No one cares about this. You know, I'll tell you off the air. Anyway, Lori, uh, I want to talk about something. I seem to remember. Now, I don't, you and I do so many shows together Mm -hmm. that I don't know what show was on, right? Uh, but I Um, I want to say the couple of shows actually you said. I think it was, uh, the one where we shaved our pubic hair on, on, on a podcast, live on a podcast. I think that was the one. Perhaps I don't know. Uh, we do so many shows together. <laughs> you had to think about it. Yeah, uh, we uh, we do so many shows together that uh, I don't know what show we did it on. Maybe it was the one we shaved our pubic hairs. Maybe it was the one where I don't know if you remember this, where I played uh, Luke's asshole, Luke Stamen's asshole. Remember where I said, "Oh, remember I was like, oh, Joe couldn't make it today. I'm Luke Stamen's asshole." 
Remember that? I don't remember that. Well, no. I have I have a clip of it. You want to hear it? Yeah. Okay. Um, do I I need to get one? Do I have that? I'll just pull up on YouTube here. Uh, because to play the, I look, I'm just playing a clip, but I want to do that thing where it sounds like it's a dream sound effect. Okay, here we go. Okay. Well, Lori, I have a clip of it right here. You're doing it right now. I can see you doing it right now. This is a clip from the past. No, this is a current. This is November 7th, 2020. Nope, this is you just telling the future. Telling the future. And this is why in the past, this is a clip. I'm Luke Stevens. I'm Luke Stevens, asshole. And oh man, the things that I have seen. Oh, what have you seen? Murder. <laughs> what? How could you see murder? I said murder. Because you, you've choked out a dick. Is that why? Because uh-huh. you've, you've killed that dick. I I know this is a very obvious dad joke, but I have seen some shit. Um, um, <laughs> that is a very obvious dead joke. Yeah. Boy, have I seen some shit. Well, also, look, how's the deal? I live in Ohio. <coughs> we we went for I went for Trump. You can't blame us for anything that happens. No, of course not. Ohio has always been a very upstanding, <laughs> like you say, you know. Yeah, uh, just definitely not the meth capital of the world. For oh, sure. no, no, no. In fact, why don't we do this? Why don't we go back to the show and this is no longer a clip? It's definitely not a clip. We're continuing with the show. Nope, it's a clip. And I'll prove I'll prove it to you. I'll this prove it to you. Go back, go this, back, go back. This is, uh-huh. this is in the past. I wonder who's <laughs> gonna win this election. We don't know. We don't know yet. We are talking over it. No, that we're, therefore it's showing it's not. It wasn't in the past. What's going on, Lori? Sorry, I just uh, oh, I played the clip. <laughs> <laughs> I played the clip of, of things. Uh, anyway, so Lori, um, I don't know what show we talked about it on, but you were you. I mean, you were like adamant. several shows, several shows. You were adamant that Trump was going to lose. Now I know what you're going to say. Uh, not over yet, but one of the things you talked about was the actual vote count in the election. You said because this is this country is a piece of shit. Yes, and uh, you don't trust the country to elect Joe Biden. What now? Do you want to address that part of it right now? Because you know, well, you know, okay. Because if you remember correctly, I said I have confidence he'll get enough votes. I I'm like you. I still think he'll be president, but I think there are going to be a lot of fuck. It's not going to be an easy road. It's going to be a bumpy road. Yeah. I will say this. I I have never been more happy to be wrong in this instance. Mm-hmm. Uh like and I said that when I when That's I true. went I said I would I would be happy if I was wrong and I'm yeah. obviously very happy. I mm-hmm. still I'm allow I'm giving myself today to celebrate. Sure. I still think mm-hmm. Trump is going to somehow get this election. I still mm-hmm. think mm-hmm. that's going to happen. Um, because he just has, he, even though people keep saying, oh, there's no way he could do it. Pe- nobody thought he would win the last time mm-hmm. and he did. Mm-hmm. So 
I just think that we're just not prepared for the depths that he's willing to go to in order to steal this election. And so Mm -hmm. that's my opinion. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, again, I want to be positive in a way today because, you know, he, Biden did win, but he, it wasn't the landslide that a lot of people were thinking it was going to be. Mm -hmm. Well, you never mentioned that. You never mentioned, in fact, I, no, I said it was going to be a razor thin margin. No, I have, he, I have a different one and all. I have a different clip. You want me to play the clip? Yeah. <laughs> so, Lori, uh, here's a weird, odd question: By what margin do you think Biden's going to? If he wins, do you think he's going to win? I think he's going to win by a landslide. Oh, you do. All right. Well, let's go back to the future. I mean. All right, that's, that's the not with the me. Show. I would like to put that on record. That was not me. That was not me doing so, that voice. I don't talk like that. <laughs> um, I don't know why you would say I talk like that. Lori, uh, some people don't like to hear their voices. Maybe that's just, maybe you don't realize. I hate, I hate hearing my voice. Do so really? to be fair, yeah. that could be, that yeah. could be my, my talking voice. Now let me ask you this question. Where I have a lot of questions because I might as well admit this on the season finale of Genius Parade. And you can back me up on this. There has been a secret theme of Genius Parade that you and I have never talked about. And we made a conscious decision not to talk about it. Yes. But that the that the focus was going to be on stories from our family. Yes. Yeah. But we didn't weren't we weren't gonna specifically mention that, but that the focus was gonna be on our family. And the reason I bring that up is not only do I wanna know about how you reacted, but I wanna know how your aunt reacted, how your family reacted. So first I'll start with you. So you found out because you sleep very late, and they announced it, they called it for Biden around eight thirty our time AM in the Pacific. Uh-huh. Yeah, I woke up about nine forty-five, mm-hmm. and I checked the news, mm-hmm. and uh, I saw that he he was the projected winner. Mm-hmm. So I told my aunt, and my aunt was like, "Oh yeah, she'd been up for a while." And was then she, I was went she and wearing got pants. <laughs> Weirdly enough, she was wearing pants but no shirt. So. <laughs> Do you know my favorite Patrick Keene story? No, what is it? One time it was like one of those late nights at the improv, and it was Dave was the bartender that night. And it was me, Ham, Swartz, and a couple other comics. You know, it was late nights at the improv. There are not many people there. This is the old, I mean, it's the same improv, but with an old setup. Yeah. And um, I guess he must have, we were all hanging out at the bar, and he must have gone outside with somebody to smoke a cigarette. Even though he doesn't smoke, maybe he was just hanging outside talking to them. And he comes back inside, and for some reason, he has his shirt off. He comes in shirtless, but, like, his shirt's tied around his waist. And Dave says to him, hey, Keen, get out of here. You can't come in here without a shirt. And so Patrick turns around, walks outside, and gone for a beat. And he comes back, shirt on, no pants. <laughs> It was so funny. 
That's really funny. Anyway, so you she already knew, but she didn't think to like wake you up and say, "Oh my god, Lori." Uh uh no, no. She knew not to wake me. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I'm trying to think. I was thinking about, did I ever tell you the story about, uh, I think it was John Shevsky smearing shit on my window. Wait, what? We were coming out of the Hollywood Improv and we had done an open mic. Sure. And I think it was John Shevsky. I could be wrong, though. Wait, hold on. I don't want to Wait, hold on. Someone smeared feces. On your window, and you don't remember who it is. Um, I don't know. It was so late at night, and it was just I didn't realize till the next day mm-hmm. what it was. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. So, I was driving out of the improv, yeah, or I was like going. So I parked on the side street. So I would have when I drove by it, I would okay. pass it. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. So when I drove by it. He was, and I'm pretty sure it was him, but I could mm-hmm. be wrong. He was waving mm-hmm. me down. And I yeah. thought that maybe he wanted to ride home or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I pull over to the side where the thing is, and he uh, rolls, he pulls down his pants and rubs what? his butt on my passenger side window. Oh. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, so then I just drive off because I was yeah. just like, oh, that's all he wanted. Well, I noticed when I was driving home, and it was, this was late, late. And I noticed when I was driving home that the window looked smeared. But mm-hmm. I just assumed it was like butt prints. Oh, my you know? God. Uh-huh. So I go home. I go to bed. And my aunt, like, we're just doing My aunt had gone to go get some food or whatever. And we're just, like, sitting there. And she goes, what's on your window, your passenger side window? And I was like, what do you mean? And she goes, there's just some, like, weird-looking stuff on your window. Mm. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. So I go outside. And, yeah, there's, like, some brown stuff. <laughs> All over my window. This is a gross story. Why are you telling us? People could be eating breakfast, Lori. Uh, so, I mean, I'm just saying, much like the presidential mm-hmm. election, mm-hmm. You, think, you think it's all fun and dandy until you have shit on your window. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, what were we going to What were we talking about? Yeah. My, about how, my, how your family and your aunt reacted. So my aunt was excited, but she's still pensive. She still thinks so. Her big issue right now she's is Mike she, pensive. Yeah, she's Mike pensive. <laughs> her and my mom have a very. Uh, her and my mom have a very. Uh, they, here's their theory. They yeah. think that Trump is going to try and and sow seeds of doubt, so that the electoral college, the people who are in the electoral college, will vote for him. Because they think that the, you know, the election was stolen mm-hmm. sort of thing. So that's their fear. Yeah. Um, my dad and I's fear is more that he's going to try and kick this up the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple of different things like uh, mail-in ballots, issues, all that stuff. So we think that maybe he's going to try and do that. But... Uh, we're, it's my brother's more on the side of he can try, but it's not going to work, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're all just sort of waiting, uh, right now to see what happens. It doesn't seem to be a lot of evidence, so we're no. hoping that maybe I'll get yeah. kicked down. You know, yeah. like, 
but who knows, you know? So, um, yeah, we're all just, we're kind of giving ourselves today to celebrate. So, today is Saturday, by the way. So if people mm-hmm. don't know, so we're giving ourselves today, they've already said they're going to file lawsuits mm-hmm. to, uh, on Monday. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. Mm-hmm. There probably will be a recount of at least one state. Mm-hmm. Um, but who knows? Maybe something else will happen. Can I address everything that you've said? No, I don't want you to address anything. <laughs> yes, of course you can. Well, first it. of all, we already know there's going to be a recount in Georgia. They've already announced it. So that, there you go. Oh, prediction, they have. Yeah, okay. prediction true. Oddly enough, with the Electoral College votes, is um, uh, that was a thing that came up actually when Trump won the first time. Yes, and yeah, different, with Hillary. Yeah, and different states have different rules, you know? Yes. Uh, and so it actually went, I don't think it went before the Supreme Court, but it may have. But just before the election, it was ruled that you can't have faithless electors. That means uh, it, it was just, actually just a few weeks ago uh, that electors have to dis, have to vote in the way that they've been set to vote. Uh, however, however, and that's Lindsay, in certain states, though. There, not every state has that. Uh, every well, okay. So, so there are certain states that are like you have to vote the way that the the state has ruled or the, the votes have been counted. But some some states don't have that rule. So what I'm saying to you is the other thing too is there is a scary option that um, Lindsey Graham mentioned it and it's been brought up before is in some states. Okay, in some states, and I don't know what the reasons are for this, or I don't know that much about it. I'm sorry, Lindsey Graham. I don't know who that is. Exactly. Are you talking? Who are? You, are you talking about Lady G? Lady G talked about that. Well, I I read about this before, and then Lady G brought it up as well. And Pennsylvania is one of these states where I don't know the exact technicalities of, and how this works, but essentially that the state can cancel their electoral college vote and send their own electors. Okay. And mm-hmm. he was calling on the Republican governor. Is the Republic is the Pennsylvania governor Republican? I don't even know. He was calling I think on, he's well I know the mayor and or the mayor or the yeah, I don't know. I have no anyway, idea he was calling Lindsey Graham was calling on Pennsylvania to cancel their electors and send in their own electors who would vote for Trump. Now I don't know about the constitutionality of this. I don't think that would really, it was a thing that wasn't even an option with Hillary. And I don't think it would necessarily extend to Trump. Um, the thing with you and your dad, I think I agree with your brother. Uh, so a lot of Trump's lawsuits, if not all of them, that especially the ones that have already reached the Supreme court have to do with ballots that arrived after election day. And what's funny is in Pennsylvania, Trump Biden's lead is so it's like like twenty thousand votes or approximately there, you know, it was around there. Yeah. That, that um at the time the um the Secretary of State of Pennsylvania had said that they'd only really received a few hundred, it might be about a thousand or two votes by mail after in other words, because they have to be segregated. So the Supreme Court said count the votes but segregate them in case we come back to this. And it's only a couple thousand. So he might be in a rough spot because the court's not going to even entertain it if it's not going to change the vote at all. Yeah. So even assume Trump wins a hundred percent of all those thousand 
votes, it's not going to change the election at all. Well, there isn't there 40,000? I thought there were 40,000 ballots that they were setting aside in Pennsylvania. No, I hadn't heard it was not, it was not that many. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I could, I my aunt had told me it was like 40,000. I could so be wrong. I, I could be wrong. I know it's like something where it's like it, it's not even going to – it's not something that would necessarily affect – That's what I heard, that it wouldn't affect the thing. Here's the thing, Joe, <clears throat> and this is the problem I have, uh-huh. is what you're saying makes sense and what my brother says makes sense. Yeah. But – Remember that they have put people, they have hired judges in place mm-hmm. who, you know, are conservative leaning. Mm-hmm. So they could, I feel like even though you could, it's not a case, there, I just feel like there's a way around that, that a judge could say, kick it up to the higher courts. And once it gets to the Supreme Court, they're rooting in favor of Trump. I am dead certain on that. So I still don't even think that. I think, look, I think there are three justices you can count on, yes, which are Thomas Alito and now Amy Coney Barrett. But um, I would say Roberts is uh, going to side with the liberals and say no. And I believe. Oh, yeah, not, he I will. Think, and I, but I believe it or not, I think Gorsuch will too. Gorsuch has upset Trump, but has ruled against the Trump administration on some very important cases. And so um I think I don't he, think he will do for this one though. I think he takes it seriously. I think he takes I Kavanaugh, I you know I don't trust him either, but um I think Gorsuch would actually rule um with the the other side on this one. That's my that's my personal guess. On that case it's a guess. You know? I'm also dealing my ponytail. Yeah. So I don't know. You know, here's the thing. I would be happy if I was wrong. I'm Mm -hmm. not saying that. I'm not saying this to say that I want this to happen. I'm saying Mm -hmm. this to prepare myself. So when it does happen, I am not as, as upset as I was when Hillary lost. Cause I Mm -hmm. cannot tell you how adamant I was that there was no way that Hillary could win. Right. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying that. To lose, I mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was saying this to say, I thought Hillary had it in the bag, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now I'm trying to be more, like, realistic and just think, what's the worst possible thing that could happen? And then to prepare myself for that. So that's mm-hmm. what I think the worst possible thing could happen would be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think we're in for a long battle, Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be pretty. And it's going to essentially, we're essentially going to have to figure out a way. The Republicans are going to have to nut up and kick this man out. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to nut up and like send him packing. Well, the problem is here's the problem. I love how Genius Parade become a, a political show. Because he's not leaving. No, no I'm no, telling no, you right no. now, he's well, not leaving. Well, they'll drag him out. But the thing is, is that, uh, I think where the Republicans are in trouble is he will leave office. Let's say, he, let's say he does. Let's say he does leave office. He will leave office still very powerful. He did get 48, which is gross, percent of the vote. And that 48% fucking <coughs> loves him, right? They love yeah. him. And uh, he will become a, a political kingmaker where he will decide, you know, <coughs> what I want to happen is going to happen. There's talk of him starting his own media channel and his own news network. Uh, he probably plans on running again in 2024. 
everyone that I say that to, though, has all, which is really funny because they're all, some of them are very, very nice people, have all wished him death before he runs again. But I do think. I think he will murder himself, his image, because look at everything he's done. Mm-hmm. He's a guy who has great start out and bad at, at delivering. Mm-hmm. He ran for president, didn't do anything, mm-hmm. didn't accomplish anything. Really just kind of took a giant shit for four years. Mm-hmm. Okay. He, um, I mean, and I'm talking about stuff that he could have done for his side. He didn't do, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and then he, you know, he started multiple businesses. He ran those into the ground. Mm-hmm. He really hasn't done, he really hasn't been that successful long term. Mm-hmm. So I think he, yeah, he might start his own uh, media company. That's going to tank. He might start his own consulting company. That's going to tank. You know, I think he's going to, next four years, we're going to see him spinning. And then I think, yeah, I think he will probably run for president again. But I think it will be with less supporters. And I think there will be somebody else that's even crazier than him that the those people will back. Because I do agree. I think that there is a group of people that now they sort of have the taste of blood and they want to sort of watch. They want to blow things up and want to see things go haywire because they're such miserable assholes Mm -hmm. that they want to destroy everybody else's life. Mm -hmm. And so I think that they will look for that next person. I don't think it's Trump. It could be Trump Jr. It could Mm -hmm. be Eric. Mm -hmm. But I don't think it's Trump. Um, personally, I think, in my opinion, I don't really care what, what the Republicans do. I mean, I care in terms of like voting rights. I think they should be monitored, Mm -hmm. but I don't really care about how Republicans feel. Mm -hmm. I really don't. They don't, they, I don't give a shit if they feel marginalized. I don't give a shit if they feel scared. Good. Yeah. I could give two shits. What we need to start doing is we need to start working on uniting the left and moving just a little bit more to the left than we are right now. Because if I think, if I think we can get, if we can unite in a very solid way, we have more registered Democrats than we do Republicans. We have more people of color. Um, more people of color are bit mostly on our side and we need to start earning that. We need to start showing people of color and women and transgender and all those people and non-binary and everybody that we, they, that we have their backs and then they will come out in droves to support the left. And then we will, there is no way we can lose. I mean, if you look by state by state, no state won with a huge margin. If you look state by state, no state won, no president won with a huge, huge margin. What no president? You mean make Biden or, or Trump? Biden or Trump? If Are you saying in Biden any won? state? Yeah, state by state. So you're saying you in look, California, Trump didn't win by a lot. I'm no, about Biden, didn't, Biden. Win by, didn't win by a lot in California. It wasn't the biggest margin in the world. I believe it was thirty percentage points or so. Well, I mean, it could have been more. I would love it. If it was like a hundred percent, I really, I really want Republicans to feel 
like minorities. I want them to feel isolated. I want them to not feel like they have our support because they don't. I got, I don't care about their rights. I don't care about them. They are not, they are not some people I want to be able to feel comfortable. I don't want them to feel like they are safe. I want them to move out of our country and I want them to go away and I want them to fuck off and die. I really do. I do not care. My goals are to keep the blue marching on and to get us more unified. And then we can rule this country for decades and decades to come successfully. And then the red stupid assholes can die off and they can do whatever the fuck they want. That's my dream. So you've really given me a lot to unpack there, but unfortunately this is not a political show. <laughs> this is a show where we talk about our families. So I don't really feel like I was being that political. I feel like I was just being kind of boisterous. Oh. So your brother is on his way from Chicago to, to California, correct? He's driving. He is. Where is he right now? Where is he at this moment? I think he's in Denver. Oh, wow. He's close. Yeah, his um, he, he was going to meet a friend, but I guess his friend isn't feeling well, so he's not going to meet the, meet the oh. friend. Mm-hmm. Is that wise to like you know he's so you tell me your brother's so afraid of COVID to make yeah. plans to meet a random friend? He the things he does is just boggles my mind. Mm-hmm. Like he's super worried about COVID, yet he has like people come over to his apartment to help to drink and stuff. Mm-hmm. What's that about? You know? I don't know, like there are just certain things that I'm just like, I think the thing is, is I think if he, if it's something he doesn't want to do, he's worried about COVID. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he doesn't want to pay for hotel. So he's worried about COVID. Mm-hmm. So now we'd so rather just sleep in this yeah, car. And, and, and your dad recently got uh, uh, some sort of like um, lap band, lap band, right? Yes. And how is that going for him? Good. He's lost about 45 pounds. Oh, my goodness. And can you see, can you notice that he's lost 45 pounds? You do notice. I think we talked about this last time. You notice in his face. Uh-huh. Um, how's your mom doing? Has she she had any other surgeries or anything? No. So uh, she found out. So her, she talked to her surgeon last week, and he said that he wants to do this. She, well, she's supposed to have a neck surgery. Remember, she was supposed to have a neck surgery in September. And mm-hmm. he's told her the surgery that she's going to do, she can wait a long time. So he wants her to do the neck surgery first. And then six months after that, he wants her to uh, get the other surgery, you know? Um, so she's like, okay. And then she's been going, she's, now she's decided she has, well, a doctor with her that she has IBS. So she's been on this IBS diet. The thing that pisses me off is this. What's IBS again? Irritable bowel syndrome? Irritable bowel syndrome. Right. Okay. And she's always complained that she has this pain. Now, I think that the pain comes from, I think she's really experiencing the pain, but I do believe it is a, um, it's in her head, so to speak. Oh, yeah. My aunt has the same thing. Yeah. Like, in other words, I feel the pain is real, but I feel like it's, ba- if the, the best way I can say it is this, is that she's so tense that it's like she, her muscles are tense and then they cause a pain, essentially, so to speak. Almost like back pain, but in your stomach. I have a similar, I forgot to bring this up, but I, just, just so I don't interrupt you. I have a similar story with my aunt. Mm-hmm. So when, just remind me when we finish and I can All talk right. about that. So she's been following this IBS diet and actually it's been helping her pain. She said, Oh, has, good, good, yeah, good. 
has gone away and she follows this IBS diet called a FODMAP diet. And she's been doing that. Here's the thing that pisses me off. though. I don't say anything because I want my mom to feel good. Okay. If I ever said, this is the thing that we've talked about in fat camp. I want to eat healthier. Let's eat healthier. Oh, you know, Joey, you've cooked for yourself. We're not going to eat your food. You know, your father, this and blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. You know, we want to eat things that are good, blah, 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 blah. But now that my mom, now we we have to eat the FODMAP diet stuff. Yeah. Which is just so fucking bland. It's so bland. And I'm just like, really? Oh, I wonder awful. why. I know, exactly. And she's like, mmm, isn't this so good? This, uh, uh, meat with no seasoning whatsoever and boiled zucchini. Well, I will tell you this. Yeah, you're my parents' that. relationship mm-hmm. has never been better oh, since my kidding. dad got the lap band. You're kidding. Why do you think that is? Well, one of the reasons why they used to get in fights so much mm-hmm. is because my dad loves chocolate. He just oh, he loves unhealthy things. He loves mm-hmm. sodas. He loves chocolate. He mm-hmm. loves, you know, any kind of ice cream based snack mm-hmm. you know he loves pastas he loves mm-hmm. steak mm-hmm. you know so my mom was always like upset with him because she was like you need to start eating healthier mm-hmm. and he would just like go out and buy a bunch of chocolate and stuff mm-hmm. yeah well now mm-hmm. excuse me now that he's on this diet he can't eat any, really any of those things mm-hmm. so my mom has been making him meals and mm-hmm. he's been liking them Oh, okay. And so, like, she made him this uh, um, lasagna that had, like, I want to say it had, like, zucchini and turkey in it or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my dad was like, it's really good. I really liked it. And so my mom, for the first time ever, is, like, feeling like, oh, he likes, like, what I like. And we can mm-hmm. eat the same things. Mm-hmm. So it's been really, it's actually been really beneficial for them. Here's the problem. I talked about this in another show before, too. My dad has the food taste of a child, like a literal child. My dad used to have the same thing. My dad used to have the food taste of a child. Get him, have him, force him to get the lap answered. Time down. The problem is, this is the one thing that's psychological problem. If you tell my dad, it's, it doesn't matter if it's good. You could give my dad something and he eats it and enjoys it. Oh, yeah. It. We've talked, we've talked about this. And then if you tell him, that thing you just ate was healthy or that thing you just ate was made with turkey instead of meat. He will never eat it again. He'll even say, yeah. why did you tell me that? Because now I can never eat it again. Yeah. No, my dad My dad used to be the same way. But now that he's sort of forced to, it's been totally different. Mm, well. So my aunt has diet amnesia, I like to call. She has sure. meal plan amnesia. Okay. Where, so like... Let me ask you a question, Joe. Sure. When you are eating a lot of... What? I'm here for questions. When you are eating a lot of fast food... Yeah. And then you go, I'm going to start eating healthy, and then you eat like chicken and broccoli or whatever healthy foods you start yeah, eating, right? Sure. Do you mm-hmm. get stomach... Do you get do you get like stomach cramps within no. the first week? and in fact, I will say I feel better immediately. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. That was not the answer I was expecting. Oh, what were you expecting? <laughs> I was expecting Yes. Because that usually that's been my problem is that oh, interesting. the first week when I switch to a healthy diet, I am like, I'm pooping like an ice cream machine. Oh, really? No. Like, um, it's just, a, it's a lot. Okay. So. 
lot of poop conversation from you today. On, in this a episode. lot of poop yeah. conversation. Uh-huh. You're getting to know a lot more about me. Yeah. Um, so, uh, my aunt. So, anyway, so basically, it's just sort of been like common knowledge that if you go common knowledge, if you switch on a diet, if you go from eating unhealthy to healthy, you will mm-hmm. have stomach issues sure. for like the first week or two. Sure. And it won't last forever, but it's mm-hmm. just going to be there, right? Mm-hmm. Well, my aunt, every mm-hmm. single time she goes on a diet, forgets that that's going to be the prop. That's going to be mm-hmm. the case. Mm-hmm. So she was going on this whole 30, I think it's called. Oh, yeah, it's I know that you, diet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she started doing, so she bought all the supplies. She was making the food. And she goes, and like the first day, she starts having stomach cramps. And she mm-hmm. goes, I can't do this diet. It's making me sick to my stomach. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I think it's just the transition between eating unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Also, one of the things that is really unhealthy about my aunt is that she eats one meal a day. Mm-hmm. So she'll go to Carl's Jr. and she'll get like, you know, 2,000 calories worth of food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she'll eat it in one sitting yeah. and then won't eat anything else throughout the whole day. Right? Mm-hmm. Sure. So my when she's on the whole 30, she eats throughout the day. So that's also going to cause issues. It is. Right? You're right. So she's like, she goes, well, I just, it just shouldn't feel this way. Yeah. I shouldn't feel this way. Mm-hmm. So she was on the phone with her. She had a phone appointment with her doctor the mm-hmm. other day. Sure. And she goes, uh, her doctor goes, cause her doctor had recommended the whole 30. Yeah. And her doctor goes, Oh, how's the whole 30 going? And she goes, well, it's going okay. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it and I'm still going to do it, which by the way, she had been off of it by then she yeah. had stopped doing it. She goes, I'm gonna, I'm doing it, I'm still gonna do it, but it's just, you know, I feel like there's something I need to be doing something else mm-hmm. because um I'm just having stomach problems. Mm-hmm. And the doctor said, Well, that's actually normal, you know, basically everything I told her. Mm-hmm. And the my aunt goes, Okay, well, but is there something else I could be doing? And see, here's the thing that really annoys me. Well, mm-hmm. another thing that annoys me about my aunt. She wants to know another thing. She doesn't want to do the whole 30. Mm-hmm. She wants to do something else. Yeah. So instead of coming out and saying, I want to do something else, she just asks like a very innocuous question yeah. and expects the doctor to infer that she doesn't want to do, be doing the whole 30 and that yeah. she wants to be doing something else. Sure. So she's like, cause she always goes, I'm going to, I'm still going to do the whole 30, but I just want to know, is there something else I could be doing and mm-hmm. blah, blah. And the doctor's like, well, I mean, you could like, Try a low carb diet. You could do this. You could do that. And so my aunt was like, "Oh, okay. I guess yeah. I guess I'll try that." Hangs up the phone and goes, "I can't. I don't understand why she can't just answer my question." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "She totally answered your question. She told you exactly what she goes. She did not answer my question. She didn't give me one good example of what I could be doing. Mm-hmm. She didn't give me a meal plan. She didn't give me anything." Yeah. And I was like, "Okay, so." It's just like, it's frustrating, but I just, I feel like my aunt is like, at this point, literally wants to be handed information. But what's funny is with Whole30, I feel of all these meal plans, these like extreme, I wouldn't call it an extreme meal plan, but of all these like meal plans, it's the most, how should I put it, loose, if you will. Like you can have meat, you can have certain food that you think you wouldn't be able to have on other ones, but strangely can't have other, it's, it's a very strange food plan. But um, I would think it'd be one that your aunt could do. And and also in telling this story, you reminded me there are certain instances when I do certain things that, yes, I have the problems you're talking about. Like, so, for instance, 
uh, there is a program that I really like, and maybe you're making me think I should go back to it, even though I shouldn't. It's not wise to do it before the holidays. I'll probably do it in the new year called Eat to Live. Oh, okay. And Eat to Live is essentially a vegan cleanse. So I've done it several times with Chris and Mercedes. Okay. Oh, okay. And um, that one, whenever I do that one, oh my God, for the first week, I'm just like, it's like, you know, and actually yeah. when, when Carlo was here almost a year ago, he's vegetarian. I thought, oh, that'll be fun to be vegan while he's here, vegetarian. Well, yeah, I remember you telling yeah, me that. Yeah, my body wasn't that used to having that many vegetables. And I don't usually have to go to the bathroom when I'm in public. And I was like, oh, my God, it was really, really bad. It was Well, I actually remember what I was going to say about. So one of the main issues I'm having with her now. So when she was on the diet for like the for, for like two or three days, she was complaining because she was going to the bathroom a lot. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, now mm-hmm. she's complaining that she's constipated. Yeah. And I'm like, you do realize that what you need to do. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to just go back on the freaking diet. Yeah. Like, anyways, it's just sad because I just, she has, look, I think what I need to be doing is looking in the mirror and saying this Mm -hmm. to myself because I know I'm not doing very well health wise either. Yeah. So I need to be saying these things to myself and I can't be focusing on her. So, yeah. Well, you know, what's so funny. I know this is turning into an episode of fat camp is that, um, and I, I said this on the last fat cap, and it's continued even till today, uh, where it's there's been just so much stress around this election. Yes. I found myself stress eating this week. And then when Biden announced it, then this reminds me of an old joke of yours. I celebrated by eating like shit. I celebrated too. Yeah, yeah. I ate a bunch of uh I ate I ate uh I had urban plates. Yeah, so now that so. now that it's over, I think I'm going to really try on Monday cuz we have we have our, our traditional Sunday brunch which is not super elaborate, but I don't want to be in that mindset. But uh but definitely have no fast food, eat at home and uh start going back. Like, I want to be healthy again. I was doing so well. I was doing the Peloton. I was eating really well and these vegan meals and that and this and ba ba da ba and yada yada yada. And now it just sort of seems like over the past three weeks with the drag event that I did with drag to the polls all the way until this election, uh, I've just been stress eating and eating like shit. And I want to end that. I want to change that. And, um, yeah, me too. I just want to get out and exercise. I just feel like, um, you know, I need to exercise more. Mm-hmm. I just need to feel better. I need to get rid of some of this anxiety. Yeah. Well, and, and exercise will do that. Exercise will do that. Yeah. So it does. I feel like it does. I, the, the other day I just did some, uh, weight exercises mm-hmm. just because I was just feeling so anxious about everything. Mm-hmm. And I just like, it just made me feel real calm. And, you know, I mean, it didn't like take away my worry, I guess, but it just made me feel a little more at ease with it. Mm-hmm. So I just, uh, I just got to keep, I think when I, when I, when I get stressed out, I need to keep reminding myself to do the things that have more long-term benefits than yeah. short-term benefits. No, you're right. I'm in the same boat. In fact, so, Lori, I'm going to tell you something. Oh, did you want to uh, do any news, weird news real quick, or are you are you good? No, because this speech is going to come out right now. About three minutes, Joe Biden. Oh, that's right. I'll read the headlines while you sing. Okay, go ahead. Why don't you, why don't you, I'll tell you what. Give me a headline right now. 
Spanish citizen converts his apartment into a spaceship. Maury, you told a story about a Spanish guy who turned his apartment into a spaceship. Go ahead. The woman is so obsessed with Adam Driver that it's ruining her relationship. I actually understand that one. Okay, here we go. Hold on. She wants to fuck Adam Driver. I think I could revive her. Because I have an equal obsession with Adam Driver. Basically, I want to fuck him. What's the next story, Lori? Traveler hides gold up his butt to avoid paying taxes. All right. What's another story? Man stabbed after dance-off. Tell a story about a man shoved gold up his ass. There's also a guy who died while dancing his ass off. That was the story, right? Yep. What is your next story? A mummified Twinkie was found. A mummified twink, you say? Well, let me tell you more. If I found a mummified twink, A, it'd probably be under my house. But to B, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't find a way to be able to stop from fucking it. In fact, because a mummified twink, I think I've actually seen that on Helix. Helix Studios is a porn studio for twinks. And I think it was called The Mummy Returns for Poppy Mummy. Did you hear the story? Pumpkin but- chunking is now a criminal offense. Criminal fan. I want to fuck a mummy. Go Weird ahead. snake is actually long invasive worm. I want to have sex with that worm. All right. Well, we'll see you in 2021. See ya.